DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available, including your toilet. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all of the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's right, use code DNVR to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, we're live. Ugh. Welcome to That's Good Broncos regular season finale here live on YouTube to relive a season of pain. So much pain. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. This episode brought to you by DraftKings, a sports book, America's top rated sports book app. Use code DNBR when you sign up to get their can't miss offers. And if you go to DNVR, use code PERNA to get their can't miss offers. And if you go to benchwarmerbrew.com to get my coffee, you don't get a discount yet because it's too new. We're too damn new to give discounts, but really damn fine coffee. I appreciate everybody tweeting us and Instagramming us pictures of your coffee. It's great coffee. It, it is. And I don't, I, you know, I don't say that lightly. I'm just waiting for, we, we got to make a push for the K-Cups. To come out yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen but uh, <laughs> we have to make a push for um for my convenience essentially now as, a, as a keurig owner well that's fine that's fine uh okay so the broncos lose to the raiders 32 31 uh congratulations raiders uh i really did not give a shit if you won and you won't hear me say that often i didn't care when the Broncos started firing up some offensive plays, when Jerry Judy scored a 92-yard touchdown, I was like, all right, let's just fucking close it out. Let's just do it, Broncos. I'm all in for the victory. And then, and then despite the fact that they got three turnovers on five Raiders snaps, uh, the defense couldn't stop Derek Carr and the, the Raiders from driving down the field to score a touchdown and then score a two-point conversion, which Vic Fangio helped him out a bit by calling a timeout when the Raiders didn't look like they had the right play call in. And then the Raiders convert the two-point conversion, which 2019 
They needed a two-point conversion to win the game, and Shelby Harris, if I am uh, – not Shelby Harris, but if they needed a two-point conversion, did not convert in that game. Uh, I think right. Shelby Harris tipped a point after attempt earlier in that game is why they needed a two-point. Is that right? Is that where I was going with that? No, he, he knocked down the two-point conversion. He batted. Oh, okay. Her. Yeah, a whole or year ago. Or whatever. Yeah. So, Broncos did not have Shelby Harris today. They did not have Bradley Chubb today. That's an addition to all their corners that they didn't have, their other defensive starters. And that's why, like, a lot of people are pretty pissed off at Vic Fangio on Twitter because of the timeout thing. I didn't give a shit. Um, I mean, I do. Like, I don't want him to bot mismanage the end of a game. <laughs> we've seen it it's that's how the season started against the the titans there's some questionable timeout usage perfect there symmetry yes perfect symmetry and the titans finished with perfect symmetry as well because they needed a field goal to win a game they should have been blowing the texans out uh today and their new kicker sam Slowman, Slowman. Yeah. Slowman uh he texans out, uh, blasted it down the gooch and uh, doinked it, so not down the gooch. Yeah, so they got their win there. But uh, I'm not mad because I think the Broncos win this game if they had a starting defense on the field, or most of their starting defense. Like that's why that I'm looking at the Raiders driving on them at the end of the game. I'm like, if Shelby's in there. Maybe Bradley Chubb, one, just one, one starting corner. Uh, then I feel better about the Broncos closing it out. They did not close it out. And uh, yeah, now Denver does get, uh, where are we at? Where's my tankathon? I think they get either the ninth or the eighth pick. Yes. Depending if, on how if Philly wins tonight, which yeah. already off to a bad start. Yeah, because if Philly wins, they drop below Denver, I think. Yeah. So Denver moves up to the eighth overall pick. Correct. But assuming Philly loses, then Denver stays at nine, and they would have been at pick 13 or something. So it's a better draft pick. I know we talked about this, and you were you said you didn't care, and I mostly agreed with you. What I wasn't considering is – Picking ninth really helps you through the first few rounds of the draft. You get a better spot in the second round and the third round. And so it works. Yeah. Round. So, you know, when you think about those later rounds and picking a little early, I think that's where you really make up for it. People just usually are thinking about that first pick, but uh, yeah, it was a weird game. Your thoughts. I, I'm sorry. I was, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> No, I mean, it's really – I hate that we're in this situation every year, but we've gotten so used to the philosophical debate uh, whether whether or not like in a meaningless game at the end of the season, and there were several meaningless games at the end of the season, whether it's better to win and kick off some momentum towards next year or to lose and get a better draft pick. And since the game was close and like they, you know, they played well enough to win, uh, and they didn't lay down or anything. Drew Locke looked good. Jerry Judy looked good. They tied it. Uh, you're, they took a lead with like 
two minutes left to go. At that point, I don't really care what happens. Yeah. At the end of the game, I was re- I was rooting for McManus to hit a 63-yard field goal and beat them. Yes. Uh, but – and that's just like instinct, really. You can't, anything. Yeah, you can't take that out. Uh, you can't hi- You can't get those feelings. Uh, you know, you can't hide those feelings. But, yeah, I mean, I'm able to take a step back after and be like, all right, well, no big deal. You can, It just – the thing with the draft order is – how much does draft order matter really in terms of just a few picks? If you're not in the top five, I don't know that, you know, the difference between 12 and nine is worth losing a game in the regular season. I mean, just like, like this game is a microcosm of that because uh, the Raiders took Henry Ruggs. I think it picked, wherever they took him, I want to say 10, but maybe not. And the Broncos took a better player, Jerry Judy, five picks later. Henry yeah. Ruggs fumbles and gets hurt Gets hurt today. Jerry Judy has a 92-yard touchdown and 140 yards. Yeah, O.J. Moody uh, nearly killed Henry Ruggs, and we did not need another O.J. murder scenario to be <laughs> happening on a football field. No. Uh, Ruggs did walk off the field. I'm assuming it's probably concussion. I didn't see. So hopefully he gets better. Um, But yeah, I think Judy is the better pick for sure. Time will tell. But here's the other thing. When the Broncos did pick at 10, they were able to trade to get Noah Fant. And he looked looked good again today. He looked like he was finally healthier. Because he's just been banged up all season. And I felt like he looked better today. So even if you don't actually say pick at nine, you're in a little more attractive spot if you want to move, I think. And that, again, applies to maybe the second round. There's a team who needs a, a player that's still available kind of early in that second round. You're able to grab a you know couple extra picks later in the draft. And honestly, I feel like the Broncos have been better at drafting the last two years. So that's another reason I feel good about them actually losing and picking a little bit higher. Let's uh, let's just assume that trend's going to continue because if we can't assume that, we've really we really got nothing to uh, look at their last four first round picks. Kind of regardless of where they're picking. Garrett Bowles, who finally turned out to as be we good. Know, has always been uh playing at an all-pro level. Uh after that, Bradley Chubb, pro bowler. Uh, Noah Fant trades down, get no, gets Noah Fant. I think future Pro Bowler, perhaps. Very good tight end. And then Jerry Judy, who had a really good rookie season, I think. Yeah, he Judy – let's talk about Judy for a minute because he yeah. was coming off a, a really bad game where the overreactors were ready to have him sent to, I don't know, the Raiders as punishment. Um Jacksonville, his punishment, uh, just wanted to get rid of him. The Facebook he, commenters of the world. Yeah, you, the, the people that really have nothing better to do. But five receptions, 140 yards today, a big touchdown at a clutch moment. Also made his catch in the middle of the field on a crossing route. It's where he's really struggled with his drops. Uh, so it was nice to to see that. And I think like that play showed – 
his explosiveness and the thing we've been saying all year, like if we, if this team could just be half as healthy next year, I feel a lot better about their chances. Yeah. And even Tim Patrick got hurt early in the game. Patrick got Uh, hurt early. Like he was headed for a hundred yard performance and um, Tyree Cleveland and Jerry Judy both stepped up. I thought. Yeah. So job done at least. If you're going to assume that Locke's better next season with some more time with Shermer, some off-season work, the Broncos got they've got all of the receivers that you want. Melvin Gordon is a good running back. You know, maybe they upgrade in the draft with another running back. Really, they're it's so weird to say about a team that has performed as poorly as the Broncos have. There's not like these giant holes that need to be filled. It's not really little pieces now need to come together. And obviously Drew Locke just needs to play better every single week. Just needs to be a good quarterback week in and week out. And that fixes Mm -hmm. a lot of problems. But um, like you said, the Broncos offense put together points at the end of this game when they really needed it. So that was a big thing to see. And Drew Locke didn't throw an interception on the opening series. They walked away with points. No picks. Didn't even look like he was close to throwing a pick in this game, which was uh, encouraging, to say the least. Yeah. And let's just say the Gooch knows best, Will, because Manis missed a 56-yarder, had one block, two blocked, had two uh, field goals blocked. So that's nine points the Broncos left off the board because the Gooch was angry. Maybe the yep. Gooch wanted the Broncos to get a higher draft pick, and that is why they lost the game. Let's assume it was destiny out of their control, despite whatever Fangio does or does not do with his stupid timeouts, and uh, the right thing happened. I don't want to bust your theory here, but I just want to point out that the ball – on the last two kicks, didn't even get close to the gooch. Yeah, he was didn't want it near him. <laughs> how long? How big is that force field? Oh, it goes through the whole state. It's gooch to gooch. The gooch <laughs> controls between gooch to gooch. Yeah. What What I need to do? Sure, that's is, ma- it's just magnets. I need to get Manscaped to agree to let me uh, talk about uh, gooch hygiene for. Uh, the next yeah. Uh, we got Juan Deeg $5 super chat everyone buy bench warmer brew it's amazing also Drew Locke still horse cock lock uh, Juan thank you for paying me to promote my own coffee company <laughs> that is maybe the most entrepreneurial thing I've ever done and we've got our boy, Gorilla Advertising. Price coming in, ten dollars super chat. Pain. Would have preferred to see a win today, but it is what it is. Drew looked a lot better. Excited for next season. Going to be some good playoffs at least. And Rogers pretty much locked up MVP. Okay, Thanks. let me ask you really quick though. Uh, Will and I's picks for all yeah. our Patreon episodes. So yeah. shout out to Trevor. Sorry, Thanks, shout out to Trevor. Uh, he's the king. king. We owe him big. We'll do something cool for him this offseason. Um, well, I just want to say 
the Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers thing, I was watching Josh Allen in the morning slot there. I was like, he, well, he's definitely, uh, he's above Mahomes for sure in the MVP race. Yeah. Don't laugh. No. Don't laugh. <laughs> it's just the way you said it. I'm not joking. I don't disagree with you. And I, for a moment there, for a moment there, I thought if I had a vote, I might think about casting it for Josh Allen. And then we got back to, then we got back to, you know, Green Bay versus Chicago. And I had to calm down. I had to cool my jets a little bit. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, it is. Aaron Rodgers gets too cool. My man. rankings, I tweeted them out earlier, but I'm going Rodgers, Allen, Derek Henry. Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Henry's. What Henry has done is really close to a good reason a running back should win MVP over a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the Titans defense just really sucks right now. I mean, Derrick Henry had 250 rushing yards, got to 2000 and they nearly lost that game. And it was a game they needed to win. Like, Mm-hmm. They needed to win that game. So I feel bad for Titans fans heading into the playoffs because I feel like heartbreak is is going to hit them hard. Like if your running back goes for 250, you should destroy your opponent. Like the the well, even the Colts let the Jags hang around maybe a little too long and they got 250 out of Jonathan Taylor today, but um I'm not going to worry about it in the long run. I think Deshaun Watson got super super hot there in the second half yeah what what playoff quarterback can't get super hot though besides probably that's fair yeah i mean the difference between i've been saying all season like i think the the titans i don't really worry about them as long as they can get into the playoffs they got into the playoffs they get a home game uh i am worried about them i changed my mind because i their defense isn't as good as last season no i don't know if it's like a Logan Ryan thing, or I, I don't know who they're missing back there. They don't have – Dory Jackson wasn't playing for a while. Yeah, he was hurt. They just don't have, like, a great pass rush either. It's a, it's kind of a few things, but – But they've got the rematch with Baltimore. Oh, shit. Wild round. That's a great game. That's crazy because Baltimore looked like they might be out of it a while ago. Yeah, they- I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to all three games on the AFC side this year yeah the afc playoffs are gonna be fun nfc not as much <laughs> in the nfc uh you're gonna have a john wolford game potentially i think it's fair to say at this point unless uh jared goff can get a thumb transplant or something the wolf of ball street baby the wolf of ball street i was yeah. gonna say like you might get who knows with alex smith but you're a play away from Taylor Heineke in that game if they win. Uh, but fortunately, what you don't get is you don't get Buccaneers Cowboys, which I think we were already dreading yeah. because that was going to be the big like NBC game night game. Uh, you know, it's Brady versus the Cowboys in the playoffs for the first time ever. Glad we don't have to sit through that. Instead, uh, we're either going to get a six and ten Giants team or a seven and nine. Washington football team. Yeah. And I, I'm up right now. Like, like we were talking, 
Are they are they about to score? No, the Eagles are on the field, but Washington up 10-0. Okay. Eagles are about to score. <laughs> um, I, I'm intrigued by the Washington football team's like five really good pass rushers against Brady, who's incredible unless there's someone in his face. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know what the extent of Mike Evans' injury is either. Right, um, right. That was – it's kind of a big blow if you can't play. But, yeah, we were talking before the podcast that Washington might be a, a sneaky, decent matchup for Tampa Bay because their defense is good and they can get after the quarterback. And the pay, or the Buccaneers haven't played like a good defense for all of December. Right. Uh, yeah. And it's speaking- playing total, you know, the Lions, the Falcons, uh, basically just teams like that and beating up on them, which you should, but yeah, I don't know that Alex Smith team is so much better than them as a Dwayne Haskins or Kyle Allen or Taylor Heineke team. Yeah. It's not, Uh, they're not indicative of the record when Alex Smith is on the field. No. And it's not like he's, and he's not even the same version of himself, but his experience is just, when you have a good defense, as long as your quarterback's smart with the football, and Washington, even like outside of Alex Smith, they've had uh, Antonio Gibson on and off the field. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. Terry and McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, uh, who scored the first touchdown tonight. Like, if those guys are good to go, then that might be a really good game. Also, the Ravens today put up this is almost 400 rushing yards. Jesus. 160 from Dobbins plus Lamar's 97. Oh, 260. 260. 320. 320. 360. Welcome to the edition podcast. Uh, click on stats, just total stats. They might have went over 400 by. They did 404 yards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Ravens, 400 rushing yards against the Bengals, who just played a couple good games, really. That's like a Derrick Henry high school stat line. Yeah, no shit. You know he went over 4,000 yards his senior year in high school? That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. This, is a, this is a down season for him. Yeah, it's a, it's a real down season, just 2,000. Yeah. A super chat from Peyton Stamper, 499. I already bought Drew Locke's jersey. He better not be a bust after succumbing to the NFL prices. Uh, very true, Peyton. Those NFL jersey prices. They're steep. And he continues, I have to wear that Drew Lock jersey forever now. Yeah, and if you keep giving me money, you got to wear it after forever. You have to take yeah. it to the grave with you, Peyton, <laughs> to mm-hmm. really get your money's uh, worth. Um, okay. Let me say this. What's today? The third? Yes. Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. Your kitchen, a sandbox, the woods. If it's available, you can bet from there. 
And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users, new players, a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. Who's your favorite player? You can bet on them. DraftKings does it all. You know who my favorite player isn't? Derek Carr. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time on your DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-4-522-4700. All right. The Broncos, the Raiders. We talked a lot about the Broncos, their issues early on in this pod. Uh, If you're a Raiders fan, what are you pissed off about right now? If I'm a Raiders fan, I don't have to think too hard about it because one of my best friends is a Raiders fan. And we talk pretty regularly, especially during games. And I think it's mostly – the existential dread of knowing that John Gruden's going to have to be there for seven more years. Six or you just have to, you know, you're going to have to pay him $70 million. Seven. Yeah. I mean, that's just such a long commitment for a coach. <clears throat> yeah. Which I guess they, they could get out of coach it. Coach that I'm not. Yeah. I, I think Another you said like too. you wouldn't handcuff them, but right. So <laughs> here's the thing, though. But that's Derek to be Carr had the, I think we're breaking up a little bit. Uh, I can hear you. Can you? Okay, you're just a little slow. Maybe it's okay now. Um, I was gonna say that Derek Carr had his best season statistically in the NFL, and all it got you was eight and eight. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, you feel like if Drew Locke put up Derek Carr's stats this season, the Broncos go like 12 and four. <laughs> it yeah, just, that's, isn't that just totally discouraging? It's crazy. It's like the, the Broncos defense overperformed, and I'm not worried about the Broncos defense next year. The Raiders defense, you got to be worried about. There's issues, I feel like, on every level of the defense, inconsistent uh, pass rush. Uh, your linebackers are questionable, and your secondary is not great. I mean, correct. Jerry Judy was pretty pretty wide open at a key point in that game, and then went seventy more yards. So, yeah, yeah, uh, third and ten from the goal line. Yeah, and the Raiders' record would be worse had Greg Williams not really done him a solid. Uh, yeah. In they're that close to being uh, seven and nine too. I mean, yeah, they had a lot of close games. I mean, the Broncos had how many games ended like this this season where it felt like they had to, they had like thirty seconds with no timeouts to drive down the field and do something. It was, like it was the Titans game, the Falcons game, this game, 
the Chiefs game, the Chargers game. That's I, I'm not sure if I was counting while I was doing the fingers, but I think it was like five games, this exact same situation, which on one hand, if you want to look at it through a positive lens, uh, some of that luck will flip next year where they get a little bit better. Uh, on the other hand, though, it does show that they have a bad time managing game situations. Yeah. <laughs> and they could have used that timeout at the end today. They could They could have used that timeout. Had they used the timeout, maybe the Raiders don't even get a playoff at all. And they have to try it from the seven-yard line. And uh, the the percentage that, you know, yeah. converted two-pointer goes down significantly. That, that timeout there, though, I mean – Part of me wonders, like, if Fan, Fangio just wanted to make sure they had the right defense on the field. It was. So, it was. You're, balancing, you're balancing letting the Raiders rush to the line of scrimmage. Maybe and, get a playoff. And not having the right personnel or defense on the field with a bunch of guys who aren't your starters. So maybe you're trying to help out a bunch of young uh, struggling guys uh, just get in the right situation there. That's the the positive lens. Uh, the other one is yeah, just let it let him rush the play or take the fucking penalty because I don't think they're gonna get it off and then they're in a more yeah. difficult situation. So it's one of those things like it doesn't matter. So I didn't really care. Um, but if it were a game that if the Broncos were win and they're in the playoffs and something like that happened. They would be like the greatest sin for a Broncos loss since uh, right. I don't know when. Um, it would have been bad. It would have been very, very bad. But since it didn't matter, I'll forgive John it. Fox, uh, kneeling with yeah, 38 seconds or whatever to go against the Raiders. Time. And yeah. even with nine seconds left in the game, not taking a quick shot to try to get in better field goal range is something else people will probably criticize. I'd have just taken a shot to the end zone there, knowing how, knowing there's a chance you might just draw the flag. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, uh, yeah, no, you're totally right. If did you see the the penalty in the the Lions uh, Vikings game? Yeah, <laughs> like that shit might happen. Who knows? Um, it could. Yeah, I mean, I I saw that and I thought, like. What do you? What do you? You can't tackle. You just you just can't tackle players anymore. No, you can't tackle a quarterback. It was not an egregious hit. Wasn't a hard hit. He didn't fall on him. I don't know what the fuck they called the flag for, but uh, who ended? Who even won the Vikings Lions game? I believe it was the Vikings. Vikings won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay, super chat, Dat Boy Prim. I was very mad at Fangio, but now that I've had some time to think about it, uh, that eighth pick doesn't look too bad. The tank is necessary. Thank you, Dat Boy Prim. Dylan Thomas, I defend Vic Fangio a lot, but can't defend the ending of that game. These super chats are timely with what we just talked about. Thank you, Dylan. I respect your opinion. Uh, Anthony. Knowing we have somewhere around pick eight or nine, what would you like to see? Stay and pick who or trade up or trade down for who? 
I don't know. Um, I don't watch enough college football to answer that off the top of my head. I'll have to go and look at a bunch of other people's mock drafts and then pretend like I know what I'm talking about for the draft. But I think the Broncos' biggest need, if I had to put it on one, is corner. I think getting a, a solid, a really good young corner. Yeah. Something the team definitely needs. I was going to say the same thing. I think um, Alabama has a cornerback named Patrick Sertan Jr. You might remember his father. Oh, if Antoine Winfield Jr. taught us anything, it is you take the son of a corner to play. Always. 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 So I think he is uh, Patrick Sertan, former chief, former uh, Dolphin. I think. I'm sorry. Is Patrick Sertan the second? He's not a junior. He is the second. Oh, second. Oh, yeah. Patrick Sertan played for the yeah. Chiefs. So he might be there at eight or nine, depending, because a lot of you know you're going to get probably three quarterbacks. I think in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, at least. You never know. So you get that. You get the the line. Panay Sewell, Penis Sewell from Oregon is definitely going to go. Um, there's a couple other guys that, uh, you know, it's such a – it's going to flip and, and turn, but those guys are pretty much locks, I think, at this point. Yeah. So uh, I would say watch the national championship and keep an eye on number two for Alabama. He, he, could, be, he could be their guy. Yeah, and, you know, taking maybe the best corner in the draft at nine is – probably a solid spot to do that yeah doesn't feel like you're reaching too too much for it um so yeah corner uh, i mean i think like their help they need on defense maybe you can take a guy to play right tackle it's just really hard to say with juan james right at all in the last two like i have no idea if he's going to be any good but if you're paying him and he turns out to be good Mm -hmm. the line wasn't an issue and the Broncos got pretty banged up on their offensive line today too. So it's nice to not be like, we need all of the offensive line help. Um, right. No, it's looked pretty, it's looked pretty solid the last, uh, you know, I was looked pretty solid all year. Yeah. I guess they can maybe take a, another linebacker at some point <laughs> that's been on the list. They'll probably take a pass rusher. Yeah, I mean, Von Miller's Early-ish. coming back from injury. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. Got to pay him. It might be defensive line, too. They've got to re-sign Shelby Harris. They've got to re-sign Justin Simmons. If they yeah. don't Justin Simmons, I think Kareem Jackson was only on a two-year deal, too. So then all of a sudden, you got to figure out safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, I, I think we can say the safe pick would, would be anywhere on defense, probably. Yep, which is crazy to say because their defense was good this year. Yeah, getting a ton of guys back. You need depth, talent though. You need, yeah. You always got to be reloading there. Yeah, we've got Dolphin YouTube. Feel like Denver should draft Locke's replacement, but Locke should start twenty twenty one. I don't know uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, I wouldn't waste a pick on a quarterback unless you're going to replace Drew Locke in twenty twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to take a guy. Uh, in the top 10, I'd just start him. Yeah. The the only thing I support is uh, Matthew Stafford coming in or uh, Gardner Minshew. 
and or maybe Matt Ryan. But again, like, here's the thing, too. Drew Locke did play better today, but I think the Raiders' defense is shit. So uh, I still don't know where Drew Locke is at. (laughs) Right? Yeah. No, I mean, I thought I didn't think he played as well or as poorly as the stat shed last week. And we know we know he had like six drops. He probably played a little better than the stats last week, maybe a little worse than the stats this week. I don't know if he played worse than the stats this week. I don't fucking know. I, I think he I think it was pretty um I think it's pretty accurate of what you could see with your eyes on the field. And it, it seemed like he you know what I liked actually that he did? Um I hated the eight like swing passes to Melvin Gordon that went for one yard a piece. Um, but he didn't, he didn't throw any stupid passes and he didn't, uh, no hero ball, no picks. Yeah. No fumbles. I think he got sacked once. It was a bad sacks. It took him out of field goal range, but one nonetheless, I mean, just look at, okay. Look at, um, his low point of the season was the first game against Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, zero touch or one touchdown, four picks. Yes. And today, turn it around. Yeah, he definitely played better against the Raiders than he did before. Um, but I don't like the Raiders are weird because I didn't think they were good to start the season. Then I started to reluctantly say, "Hey, maybe they're they're getting this shit together." And then they finished the season worse than even when I didn't think they were legit. So uh, it's like uh, they're hard to read for me. But, yeah, Drew Locke played better, at least if you're comparing it just on a Raider-to-Raider basis, a lot better. And if if Drew Locke corrects the interceptions, that is – he is correcting 75% of everything he needs to fix. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's – that's what's killing him. Um, you I mean, that's the irony of today's game is the Broncos weren't getting enough turnovers or they weren't taking the ball away oh, enough yeah. this season. And the offense was turning it over too often. Yeah. And they're plus four in turnover differential. And they and still they lose. Yeah. They didn't turn the ball over once. They created four on yeah. defense. And, uh, yeah, somehow they lose. It's just been <laughs> – the name of the game. Why did it feel like um, they're, the the two fumbles they recovered today, it feels like the only two fumbles they've recovered all season. Yeah. if It feels like they've had terrible fumble luck. Terrible fumble luck. Drew, or, uh, Derek Carr throws like just some bad picks, and mm-hmm. the Broncos just haven't had a lot of fortune in terms of quarterbacks really just firing them some gimmies. Uh, maybe they right. dropped it felt like the the Broncos this season dropped, I would say, like three to four or five what would have been very impressive interceptions. Yeah, you had Kareem Jackson dropping one against the Chiefs. Um, week one, O.J. Moody has a pick that gets oh, – He had an easy one, yeah. Negated. It, well, he had one against Tannehill. Then a week later, he, he drops it. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm trying to think of other ones. I'm sure there are a few that I'm, that I'm making. Two Kareem Jackson picks that would have been really like impressive, tough catches. Yeah. Uh, they're just, but it's not like 
they're dropping a bunch every week and you're but they've they've had some misses. And yeah, that's true. That's why they play defense, right? <laughs> uh that's just like your opinion, man. Nice. Uh Dumb and Dumber Three starring Mark Davis and John Gruden. I think didn't they do Dumb and Dumber Three? No, they did yeah, Dumb. They did Dumber. two. Yeah, the one with not uh Jim Carrey and yeah. Daniels. And then they did Dumb and Dumber, which was two. So okay. Three, three, three passes. Three passes the test. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, before we get out of here. Uh, I'm sure we will do a, a Broncos season recap type what they should do this offseason episode this week. But Probably quite a few. Yeah, no shit. Every week. <laughs> They're not firing Fangio. I think it's the right move. They're not firing Shermer as much as I hate Pat Shermer. I think it's the right move. Agreed. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to get um, somebody on here who actually knows quarterback stuff. Played in the NFL. Um, help us talk about uh, Pat Shermer a little bit. Tim Jenkins at some point is going to come on the show. He uh, he develops QBs. He worked with PJ Walker of the XFL, and uh, I saw him tweet some stuff. Nice. About what he likes from Pat Shermer. So I want he, I want him to convince me on, on Pat, and uh, I think the only coaching change might happen on special teams. But I think consistency is the one thing the Broncos haven't really done for a while. So let's just fucking try that. <laughs> let's try yeah, that. Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. Why not? Uh, but I was going to ask you. Uh, yeah. What do you like about football? What's your last thought? The wrapping up the Broncos season. What, what? So I'm sorry. Repeat the question one more time. My brain is scrambled. How come football you like some too much? <laughs> it sounds like a Kyle Mooney interview at the Giants game. Yeah. Uh, Long bombs. Coming over pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a quote obvious enough in that video. This is the worst worst interview I've ever had. <laughs> I didn't know what to ask to end it. It's just um, I'll ask you a question. Okay. Uh, ever try to do the long grand slams? <laughs> if you haven't seen this video, we probably sound like morons right now. No, that's okay. They've seen it. They've seen it. Yeah, hopefully. Um, how about this? What's one player, non-quarterback, you'd like to target in free agency? Ooh. Non-quarterback. Yeah. I'll let you look it up first. Yeah, second. I just want to look up who's available. Right. Let's see here. Top 50 free agents. Okay, baby. No, this is – oh, yeah, Dak Prescott is one again. Got some good wide receiver. Ooh, dang. Lots of good wide receivers. Oh, interesting. Good safeties. Here's one for you. Okay. Edge rusher, Shaquille Barrett. Ooh. 
I don't hate it. Fuck, yeah, that's, like the first, that's the first guy in the top 50 that I think would make a big difference for the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, man. Are they a perfect team? They don't need free agents. Possibly. No, it's just like... It's hard to say until you know what the Broncos are doing. Right. You don't know who they're bringing back. You don't know who they're it's keeping. Like there's, there's safety, uh, but, um, you know, if you keep Justin Simmons, you don't need that. Uh, no, you could. Kareem Jackson. Yeah. I'll stick with that. No running backs? No. Okay. I think yeah, I think you take a running back in the draft. Yeah, um, probably. There's not like a you know unless Derrick Henry just wants to come over for some reason. Maybe. Hey Derek, do you want to come play for the Broncos? No. no. All right. <laughs> Why not? Are you sure? How about now? How about? I want to see Melvin Gordon hit a thousand. Oh, here's here's one. Here's yeah. a really good one. Linebacker Matt Milano, if he doesn't. Oh, stick. that would be a that would be a terrific signing. Very great signing. Very I don't underrated. No, the Bills will let him go, but no, I, I would assume the Bills re-sign him. Great in pass coverage. Ooh, running back Aaron Jones might be available if the Packers don't re-sign him. They did draft AJ Dillon. Yeah, and they, I don't know who the fuck made this list, but. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Jones listed at 42. Uh, I would say he might be better than that. And corner, uh, Rams corner, Troy Hill. One Troy Hill. <laughs> he had a pick six today. He's uh, he's solid. Wide receiver Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay might be available. Marvin Jones was, in, was fantastic today. Yeah, he's uh, maybe one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. Yep. He had a touchdown called back today, and I know Marvin mm-hmm. Jones has had two four-touchdown receiving games, and I was like, oh, man, if he would have got that, he would have been one away from from doing it again. Yeah. Probably setting some sort of record. I would, I would imagine. You've got Yannick and Gakwe maybe available. Um, Matthew Judon. Oh, good player. So there's some options out there if you want to help defense. But anyway... We're going to get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us here on That's Good Broncos all season. We'll be here every week still, so nothing really fucking changes. We're going nowhere. Going nowhere fast. That's really the slogan of my whole my whole career. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available, including your toilet. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. 
DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all of the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's right, use code DNVR to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older, Colorado only, bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.